Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? I am so excited because today we got the trailers for Cats, the remake, and Top Gun, the sequel. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, just two movies that I never needed to see in my fucking life, and apparently everyone's excited about it. Like, oh, didn't you hear this? Can I just say right off the bat, and I'm sure this will be, people will get pissy at me. Cats is the fucking worst musical of all time. If you like Cats, you're just fucking objectively wrong. Rent is worse than Cats. Come on. Eh, (laughs) The music from Rent is better than Cats. The the, the overall, like, the the triteness of Rent is is what it is. People love that shit, though. They really do. Cats yeah. is fucking yeah. garbage. Yeah. Oh. And I'm not against musicals. Like, Roy Scheider, no, I love mu- all, I love all that jazz. Musicals. Like, that that was a really fucking entertaining experimental film. So it's not like you can't do a musical on film. It's just, ugh. <laughs> and yeah. I watched the Top Gun trailer today, and I'm just like, well, might as well. Like, it, you know all the Transformers movies and all the Marvel movies are just kind of like <laughs> a, a commercial for the military? You know, yeah. and it's kind of like you, know, you have to kind of go along with that bullshit to cut the middleman out. <laughs> yeah, like you don't have to pretend with this. This is just this is Top Gun. Really, was the movie that made imperialist, you know, popcorn cinema the biggest thing in America. And ever since then, we've just get you know, it's just remakes and prequels and sequels, and it's just fucking. We t- <laughs> It's terrible. We talked about like how the '80s there was a very concerted. Effort. We talked about this on the Stranger Things cast that we just did about how yeah. in the '80s there was a very concerted effort to to make this like really like pro-American, uh, you know, uh, listful for like the 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 you know the good times of the '50s type. Uh, movies and it, and it was just so transparent, shit like that, and even like things like Back to the Future. We were talking, yeah, about yeah Back to the like, Future was literally like, hey, let's go back to the, let's literally go back to the fifties <laughs> and look how great it was, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. So, you know, whatever. I'll watch it. Somebody already cut like a, a, a they redid the trailer where it's just Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone playing over top of all like the flight <laughs> footage. Uh, I mean, the only kind of cool thing is that, you know, because Tom Cruise has, like, a stunt pilot license, which almost nobody actually has. So you can actually put him in the cockpit of, like, a real fucking plane and actually film yeah, him he's a fucking it, maniac. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, and they've done that, like, Mission Impossible, Fallout. He got to, like, actually fly the helicopter, which, like, it just from a cinematic standpoint, it looks fucking cool. But still, it's fucking fascism. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just all, it's all it is. <laughs> Well, we're also uh, joined this week by uh, Jules. Uh, we're lucky enough to have Jules join us again this week. So, Thank uh, you welcome for back. Me on. Very lucky. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, Tom Cruise is a fucking weird guy. Like, oh I, my I, god, I, it's so weird. And I love, I love some of his movies, but I just can't get over just the uncanny valley nature of his entire like persona. Like, oh you know, god. like he he just has such a fucking like. You could just see, like, the way he acts, like, in all those Scientology, like, videos and, like, you know, promotional things is exactly how he, like, looks in the, like, it's just, there's, like, yeah, he's good at, like, doing what he does, but you could just tell there's, like, a fucking maniac underneath, <laughs> like, every, you know. 
well, okay, like so very thinly you know below how, the surface. Like Paul Thomas Anderson got all these incredible performances out of not very good actors. Was sure. that he just basically wrote like the Freudian superego version of that actor? <laughs> and you remember Tom Cruise in Magnolia, Frank T.J. Mackey's whole seduce and destroy thing. Like I feel like that's who Tom Cruise is deep down, as as nice as he tries to be. Like inside of him, that's the real Tom Cruise. Is the, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Tame yeah, the cunt. Like, that's really who he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's a line from a movie. Um, I'm just, just quoting it. Yeah, yeah, I got you. All right, well, um, yeah, so let's get into the news uh, this week because... So uh, much news. Yeah, <laughs> lots of news, lots lots of bullshit going on. Um, you know, the most uh, significant of which is probably the, the Nuremberg rally that we fucking witnessed <laughs> last night at Trump's, you know... Uh, fucking re-election rally wherever the alley had it bumblefuck but um so uh, you know everyone's been attacking ilhan omar and aoc and rashida Tlaib and Anna presley but uh omar seems to get the most abuse and it's you know for a very particular reason obviously because she's the only one of the four of them who's not american by birth she immigrated here from somalia a country that we've absolutely destroyed right. um, and continue to and continue to fucking bomb you know who knows how many fucking bo- how many you know bombing raids we do a day there what we're even there for what you know just the nebulous uh you know ex- explanation of oh we're fighting uh we're fighting isis or we're fighting terrorism or you know yeah yeah it, it's like, just like, it, they don't Africa need a reason on, you know it's yeah. just we we've decided africa is ours now um so yeah yeah. Uh, it, well, yeah. It's it, like we've we've talked about this many times. That she's she's the five things that right wingers hate, right? And and nobody mm-hmm. else has all five of those things that that she does. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it when you he never went after the four of them like this by name no, before not at all. until Nancy Pelosi did it first. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, uh, you know, and and again, people like Nancy Pelosi and Chelsea Clinton open this door by indulging all these really bad faith arguments about how Ilhan Omar was being anti-Semitic for calling out how corrupt Israel is and their influence on our politics and things like that. And all these, these, I mean, we, you know, it's no secret that liberals fucking hate Ilhan Omar and AOC and all of them as much as conservatives do. I mean, they, they hate them maybe even more because they make it really hard for them to pretend like they're actually on the side of the people because they make it super obvious that they're not. So, um, you know, and supposedly what actually set him off was that he was watching Fox because this happened like 10 minutes after the Fox News uh, segment that they ran on the four of them, like shit talking him, I guess. Um, And he and he tweeted this really racist tweet storm, um, you know, regarding the two of them. And he talked about, you know, if they don't like it, go back, uh, you know. All four ne- of them. He told them to go back to their country, and only Elon Omar <laughs> yeah. was not born in the United <laughs> Which States. Which is hilarious and very on brand for him. Um, yeah, that Which, he, you know, he knows that, right? But it's the same thing with like Obama's birth certificate. Is that he knows all of his idiot followers will be like, "Well, are they real Americans? How do we know? Where's their?" You know, it's the same fucking thing. Yeah, and there's some chance that he doesn't realize. Like, he may think that like. AOC was born in Puerto Rico, and he may not realize that they, which she wasn't. She was born in the Bronx. But well, he doesn't even know he, that he's the president of Puerto Rico or the U.S. Exactly. Virgin Islands. <laughs> exactly. So, 
And, you know, Rashida Tlaib, he easily could have thought she came from Palestine, even though she was born here. Um, right. She's Palestinian-American. Um, Anna Presley, I don't really know what his explanation for that one was, <laughs> um, but whatever. Uh, she's black, so. Yeah. so well, you guys remember Sarah Palin born in correctly Kenya, obviously. pointed out that, the you know, she's from the country of Africa, so. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so here's the thing. Um, like, they don't really care if you are a United States citizen or not. I'm a citizen, and I was not born in this country, and I get told all the time to leave this country. And I've been told that to my face from people that I know just because I'm disagreeing with whatever horseshit they're saying. And mm-hmm. it's usually super racist, but then they prove to me that they're racist by trying to tell me to leave the country. Yeah. Yeah, that's the oldest trope in the book is like you know if you're not happy you can leave like that's that's the number one uh that's like the rallying cry of ignorant fucking you know chuds and you know goombas (laughs) all over the fucking country like that's that's i've heard that not personally but like i've heard that said to people and about people so many fucking times i have an entire dropbox full of receipts (laughs) (laughs) um and it's just fucking ignorance but so then after yeah, and after that, he tweeted, um, you know, because he was getting flack for that, those comments, and people were like, hey, dumb fuck, uh, <laughs> only one of them wasn't born here. Um, he then tweeted, uh, we will never be a socialist or communist country. <laughs> if you are not happy here, you can leave, exclamation point. Uh, it is your choice and your choice. Triple down dipshit. Yeah, I know, right? It is your choice and your choice alone. Uh, this is about love for America. Certain people hate our country. They are anti-Israel, pro-Al-Qaeda, mm-hmm. and comment on the 9-11 attack, quote, some people did something. Radical left Democrats want open borders, which means drugs, crime, human trafficking, and much more. Detention facilities are not concentration camps. America has never been stronger than it is now. Rebuild the military, highest stock market ever, lowest unemployment, more people working than ever before. Keep America great. So, you know, that that seemed to come out in one, you know, riddle and rail addled yeah. fucking tweet. You Strong know. boomer energy on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's hilarious. And they talked about this in TYT this week that, you know, they love him because he's fucking saying racist shit. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you called them racist for it, they're like, no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm no, not. they're you like, know? it's reverse racism by calling them out. <laughs> right. That's well, my favorite it's, argument. It's, it's like, you know, dog whistles only supposed to be heard by dogs. Right. And it's like they get pissed <laughs> off because they realize that everyone else can hear the racist dog whistle, too. Not just them. They're like, hey, don't call us out on the fucking coded language. Only only we are supposed to be able to hear that shit. You know, and yeah. it's just like they can't stand it, you know, in every single one of them. Like, do you think, uh, you know, are, are you racist? No, of course not. I have no problem right. with black people. I just don't want them to, uh, you know, hear their music or uh, expect them to not be shot by police or have them in my country. Like, you know, they have no problem yeah. with them personally, though. <laughs> it's the most right. absurd thing in the world. Or even experience um, their culture or like, yeah, it's just, you know. So yeah, I, I have... don't want them in movies, anything. <laughs> Yeah, no. God, God forbid they they uh, they take over the role of one of our beloved fictional fucking characters oh in some God. movie <laughs> franchise. <laughs> oh God! Like, and I I don't even care about the James Bond movies. I just find it so fucking hilarious the meltdown of the fucking meltdowns like, have been glorious uh, of these nerds who are like, well, what do you mean? What? But 007 can't be a black woman. He's blah, blah, blah. and it's like. Okay, whatever, dudes. Like, 007's been played by 15 different fucking people. Like, yeah, they're also like... not even reading the article because it's just like an added on character. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
And it's just a title. It's not like that she's going right. to be James, but she's not going to be, you know, right. Jane Bond. It's like so She's just going to be a fucking. Really so ridiculous. <laughs> oh, my God. Just such piss babies. All right. But so here's the. um, And so, you know, that tweet came on the 15th, uh, you know, a couple days ago. And then uh, you could draw a pretty clear line from that tweet about how if they don't like it, they can go back to what happened last night at his rally while he was in the middle of discussing uh, Ilhan. This is what happened with his crowd. And she talked about the evil Israel, and it's all about the Benjamins. Not a good thing to say. So that's Omar. That's Omar. There's a there's a little girl like behind him. You know, they set up like a crowd behind people um, yeah. like at these rallies. And she's got to be like 10 years old. And she's like screaming, send her back at the top of her lungs. And I can't help think of the goodbye Jews scene from Schindler's oh, yeah. List. I mean, it's, it's just so, you know, it's so fucking. <laughs> and it's hilarious because, of course, those people all love Israel and all still hate Jews. Right. And we've mm-hmm. talked about that. that Every phenomenon. single one of them. All the time, right? Yeah, the same people that are like, "Oh, don't don't call out APAC," but they're probably the same ones that you know say the the Jews run the media, right? So it's like the 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 mental hurdles that the racism has to go to 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 you know like pretend to not hate Jews for just a moment in order to be Islamophobic, you know? Right. But well, so, ultimately, so, what yeah. they love is, you know, the white ethno state and also like an authoritarian government. They love that shit. Oh, right. yeah. They want to they want to fucking And it's brutality against Palestinians. It's more brown people, more, you know, uh, Muslim people. And that's ultimately who they hate more. <laughs> yeah. And, and ultimately, all these people are a bunch of like terrified fucking betas who all oh, want yeah. somebody to just lead them and to say, you know, it's not your fault that all these things are bad. It's this person's fault. It's this brown person's fault. Right. And I mean, that th- these people are so fucking like I, I, I think I tweeted earlier today. I was like, I he could have told that crowd to lynch somebody. And I 100 percent believe they would have gone out and done it. Oh, like, yeah. They've, right, fr- like they've definitely beat up people at the rallies, you know, and hate crimes like rise everywhere he goes. So. Yeah, yeah. And like, like after they they've tracked this, like after he holds a big rally like this, you mm-hmm. know, ten, fifteen thousand person rally, like the number of hate crimes after that rally in that city will spike, like twenty mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. I heard it was it was like it, the spike that I at the average spike was two hundred twenty six percent increase. Oh wow! It might like be like in, the week in, after in the or something. After. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's disgusting, and it's you know it's expected, and it's like. And then, so then today uh, he came out and he quote unquote disavowed this comments and said he didn't, you know, they like that he didn't appreciate, he didn't like that. And it's like, okay, if you watch the video, he literally like stops mid sentence to like bask in the in the crowd. It's like, it's literally like a pro wrestling move where you like start to talk and then you hear the crowd start to stir. So you like sit out and let them build up a chant. He literally let them build that chant up. Like he's so full of shit. And he still went on to talk about her. So clearly, he, he talked was, about her for like four minutes. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it, it's just you know, and and again, it's like people still get all like uh, huffy about like, oh, well, don't compare it to Nazi Germany and don't call these camps the borders concentration camps. It's like, what what do you think? Overnight, fucking Hitler just snapped his fingers and, and there were six million Jews in concentration camps. No, 
Exactly. He fu- like he fucking built, built up, up right. hostility. He built up these stereotypes and built people's, he worked people into a frenzy in a, in a very uh, traditional way, you know, like just having rallies and, t- and giving speeches. He wasn't, you know, it, 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 the shit is, he's laying the groundwork for that shit. Like, you know, it, and it's like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just, I, it's really concerning <laughs> the, the, the level of fucking control he has over these fucking mooks that, that go to his, you know, his rallies. Um, well, and just the weird thing is everyone still says he has, you know, he's an idiot and he has no plan. You know, it's like it's there's he knows how to get elected. That's the plan. <laughs> That's yeah. I mean, he, he knows he can get away with anything when Nancy Pelosi has no interest in holding him accountable for anything. So that right there, like she's enabled him to do whatever the fuck he wants uh, to right. break any law he wants. So what what would he do if he did, they started putting uh, refugees in ovens? What, what would you do? Like, is it okay to shoot at ICE now? Now is it okay to, to riot liberals? They would they would pass a they would pass a resolution strongly condemning him in the House is probably what they would do. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. like strongly condemning his rhetoric. Like that's I mean that's all they can do. That's all Nancy Pelosi fucking does is condemn him while continuing to table impeachment proceedings and not allow anything to move forward on that. You know, we've discussed that on the show before, but I really think at this point there's literally no excuse for her to not move forward with impeachment. Well, that's why Trump pushed so hard for her to be speaker because he knew that she was ineffective and, if anything, she was going to be a fantastic ally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and, and now when Nancy Pelosi gets accused of being a racist, Trump says, no, she's not a racist. And I would know because there's no racist bone in my body. (laughs) It's like if you're... If if, if people are defending you as not being a racist by the most fucking racist person in the country... Probably fucking racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, like all that stuff we talked about last week with AOC and Pelosi kind of feuding. And then everyone talked about how, uh, you know, an AOC basically called Pelosi a racist because she's like, yeah, she seems to only love attacking us four young women of color who got elected. Uh, and then Trump literally came out and defended Pelosi. So it's like we know, you know, well, what that's fucking class solidarity in action. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know rich people have it. (laughs) We we can't seem to get our class together, but the rich fucking have class solidarity. Yeah, because the rich own everything, and they're basically telling us what we need to think. And a lot of people in this stupid ass country do not like have any critical thinking skills whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. So, um, you know, in in on the heels of that, a lot of people had comments and were you know uh, really condemning him. I want to highlight Elizabeth Warren's tweet because uh, oh my God. she she possibly just just you know she missed the dunk Good in, in the most embarrassing way Good possible. Uh, let's be very clear: at real Donald Trump's tweets were racist. Persist, Speaker Pelosi. Persist. Hashtag she persisted. It's like <laughs> it's so that dirty. was like the worst thing ever. I was like, what the fuck even is this? Well, I mean, when, when clearly when women of color are under attack, you want to praise the, the white multi, you know, 100, 300,000 or 300 million air uh, Speaker of the House who yeah. <laughs> barely that stood up for them after the just attacking them. Yeah. So ridiculous. Yeah. But it really comes to the point where, like, when is Donald Trump going to be held accountable for trying to get Ilhan Omar killed? Because we've said that multiple times, and All it's them, super yeah. obvious that at this point, 
Ilhan, uh, Trump and, you know, the Republicans are trying to get her assassinated. Like, there's no other way to fucking spin it. Like, that, you don't you don't gin up this much hateful rhetoric against somebody with your fucking lunatic base of, like, gun-toting, you know, hillbillies without uh, understanding what you're doing. It's stochastic terrorism. It's what right. fucking, it, you know. It is. And also, one of the Kair offices in, uh, I think it was Anaheim or L.A., uh, where she had just done a speech not too long ago, got a bomb threat right after his rally. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. That's that's just, I, and I'm sure she gets dozens of death threats oh, yeah. a day. A day. It, yeah, and it's just well, you got uh, what's fucking the the crazy, uh, the crazy one, Laura Loomer, who's like trying to track, like goes up on her family's porch and is like banging on the door. You know, <laughs> like that. Those people, you know, they. I don't think Trump cares one way or the other, right? But he knows exactly mm-hmm. what he's doing, right? He doesn't care if she lives or dies, right? But he knows that fever, that hatred, is is how he's going to get reelected. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows, you know, liberals keep saying, oh, Trump doesn't represent American values. Bullshit. Trump knows he represents American values. He knows enough about racism and history to know what buttons to push to, to get these people frothing at the mouth. Right. So, you know... Obviously, Ilhan Omar's under attack, but uh, we should talk about the real victim in, in this in this story. Um, <laughs> that's obviously Meghan McCain. Um, Clearly. Because Meghan McCain on The View today said that she feels victimized by Trump's attacks on Omar. Quote, you're taking away my agency to criticize her. I don't even know what that means. She's I'm, such I'm, a I'm impressed. I'm so impressed that she could somehow make this about her. Like, that's a real fucking... I, that's impressive. Like I, 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 I'm gonna give her props. Like, for I, one. But, like who, who taught her that word that she can now fucking misuse it? it you know, in somebody the, else in the, on the view, pro- probably a guest, brought it up like earlier <laughs> in the day, probably because there's yeah. no way she, she doesn't that understand word. that concept. No, no she's fucking way. Shit. Fuck that. <laughs> The, the fucking worst. Just the fucking worst. Yeah, yeah I, and, I, and and it's it's like yeah, clearly. Meghan McCain is just as fucking racist as Trump. She just probably tries to hide it a little bit, you know, because she's on a show with, you know, with black women. Uh, but, yeah, it's like she can't fucking help herself. The, the spoiled little fail daughter, all she knows is just like, it's just me. I am the only person. I'm the fucking, she's the biggest narcissist on television, bar right. none. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, so. So yeah. the women of color that are up on that stage with her give her a pass. The only person mm-hmm. she really gets into it with is like Shitlib Joy, and yeah, right. everybody else is like way like they're right wing Democrats. They love Pelosi. They hate Bernie Sanders. All they do is basically like give her a pass on everything. They're not racist. This person's not racist. You know, they yeah. they will never say the words. You know, Whoopi Goldberg's absolute trash. She's oh my like god, the she's fucking garbage. Centrist. Um, and, and it, they're all yeah. rich, so they're yeah, all they're just all right. up for each other. Exactly. Yeah. What? Who better to to have their finger on the pulse of what uh you know average Americans are thinking than five fucking rich millionaires? Like you know, yeah. One of whom no has no credentials yeah. whatsoever <laughs> to do anything other than her be dad John is McCain's McCain. How dare daughter. you? <laughs> <laughs> is John McCain her father? I wasn't. <laughs> I didn't know that. I haven't That's heard that one in a while. Yeah, no. um, Are you guys getting ready to celebrate? Uh, coming up on, what, August 28th will be the one-year anniversary of uh, when uh, John McCain kicked the bucket? Shot, 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 shot. Right. 
Oh, but I'd be drinking a lot of beer because there's a lot of piss I'm going to leave on his grave. Just to <laughs> let you know. Exactly. Maybe maybe that'll piss. be the day we finally bully her into quitting The View, like, outright. Like, Didn't I know she, she promise re- while she said that she felt caged like the children? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, she did say she probably wasn't going to renew, but maybe we can get her to, to quit a little, couple months money. early. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well... Um, from one asshole to another, because we should talk about Joe Biden this oh week. Uh, he had some some real speaking gems, of asshole, <laughs> some real fucking gems this week. So he was speaking to this old geezer uh, AARP like conference, I guess, um, and he just fucking straight up lied about what Bernie's Medicare for All plan does. So I, I have the audio from that. This is actually audio from Bernie. Uh, he posted it and was like, yeah, Joe Biden's full of shit. And he, it, it's Bernie responding after Joe Biden's comments. So I'll play that. Medicare goes away, as you know it. All the Medicare you have is gone. How many of you like your employer-based health care? Do you think it was adequate? Some. I think <laughs> that some may be the form of, we won't mention his name, but it might be a former vice president of the United States. Uh, look, uh, you know, I think it's important that we have a health care debate on the facts and not on fear-mongering. I think the transition from having roughly 60 million people counting disability, people with disabilities on Medicare now to add another roughly 300 million people in one fell swoop. Understand, you, you understand this a bit better than most than I do, Medicare goes away, as you know it. All the Medicare you have is gone. Obviously, it goes without saying <laughs> that nobody is going to lose their ability to go to a doctor or have surgery uh, or have their cancer needs or their heart disease needs uh, taken uh, care of. Uh, that's just silly, uh, and I don't think anyone takes those statements seriously. But, you know, and, and this is an interesting point. How did it happen that way back in 1965, before we had the technology, anywhere near the kind of technology we have today, did it happen that it took, I think, a year or so for, under President Lyndon Johnson, that we were able to establish Medicare in the first place? So think about it. They started with nothing. They came up with a very strong public health care program for people over 65 years of age. They didn't have the fancy computers and the technology that we have today. They were able to do that. And then people are telling me that in the year 2019, after Medicare has already been around for over 50 years, when we have all kinds of technology, that somehow we really can't do it over a four-year period. So I love that Bernie's doing that shit now. Like just take, just literally, just posting up the bullshit that Biden's saying and just smacking it down. Right. It, well, Biden, you know, obviously he's lying about Medicare for all. He's saying, "Oh, well, Medicare, as you know it, is going to go away." Right, because he knows a bunch of old people are going to be like, no, I don't want to lose. You know, they just he, yeah. they, that's all they do is they're just afraid, uh, you know, that, that socialism is going to take away their socialized health care. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your government hands off my socialized health care, basically. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, and this is so disingenuous and disgusting from Biden. And he knows I mean, and he's not a he's he's an idiot, but he's not stupid enough to think that Bernie's Medicare for all bill literally eliminates Medicare for senior. Like it's such a disingenuous right wing hack talking point to essentially scare a bunch of fucking old people into turning out for the polls. It's exactly what right wingers do when they try to scare old people about, you know, Oh, these fucking, you know, liberals are going to do this and you got to make sure you vote because you know, they're going to vote. It's the same shit. Like it's just, you know, it, 
what he's right about one thing elements of medicare will go away your medicare advantage plans will go away which is the extra insurance you have to buy because medicare doesn't fucking right. cover everything right. yeah the epic new york state epic is what we have here but then every state has their own kind of yeah Nero was talking about that earlier saying that there's still privatized health care under medicare so um she doesn't understand why people that want to do away with the private sector are like Pushing it so hard. We're yeah, like, I got her tweet right you here. dumbass, Look, read the fucking bill. <laughs> yeah, so Nira's tweet was, most people know that Medicare today has a private insurance option that a lot of people use, right? Ending private insurance in Medicare would be a change to Medicare. It's She's trying to pretend that the thing that makes Medicare popular is that it doesn't cover everything. Like, don't you people want to pay more for <laughs> private insurance? Isn't that like what you fucking love about this program? No. I, I want to exp- explain to people real quick the concept of the donut hole, because this is something that, that exists with Medicare Part D, and it's a large part of the reason why people need to have supplemental insurance, and it's a total fucking scam that George W. Bush's administration cooked up. So Part D is the element of Medicare that covers drugs, like prescription drugs, because that wasn't really included in the initial rollout of Medicare. That didn't really come around in a comprehensive way until Part D. And Part D, even though it's Medicare, is actually run through private health insurance companies as processors. And what they do is, like, they have low copays, you know, every month, but then... They have this inexplicable thing called the donut hole, which is a, a, a period that once you say your your cap is six thousand dollars, once you spend six thousand dollars, or once they have to pay out six thousand dollars to providers, you are responsible for a hundred percent of the costs until you meet an you know an an additional two thousand dollars, whatever the the threshold is, the donut hole is. So like you you literally can have Medicare pay three dollars every month for your you know uh, diabetes prescription and then in October you have to pay full price like three hundred dollars every month until you reach your donut hole and it's how they pay for Medicare Part D right. so it's a total fucking horseshit it's like it's you're you're really paying an, a, a high copay every month it's just right. the illusion it's a premium on top of everything yeah yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and on top of that, you're paying a fucking premium. So it's like, it w- all these people are so full of shit in defense of in defense of the health insurance industry. It's like nobody. The whole concept of of, of Bernie's Medicare for All bill is that you don't pay fucking premiums up front, right. and that's like the one thing I actually wish you would stress more is that uh, on top of the fact that you don't pay premiums, right? So like, the thing that Bernie always stresses is like, look, you may have higher taxes, but you won't be paying your premium every month. And 98% of the country will be paying less in um, taxes than they would be in premium. So they'll be net saving money every year. Right. What he doesn't stress is that on top of the fact that you're not paying premiums every month, that's assuming you literally have insurance and never use it. For the tens or hundreds of thousands of Americans who have insurance and need to use it for maintenance medications, for procedures, for emergencies, you're not just paying your premium every every month. You're paying your premium plus your copays on any medication, plus your copays on any doctor's visits, plus any right. procedures, which are very often not covered. Even routine blood work's typically not covered. Right, by you fo- get a bill, you, no matter how good your insurance is, for things that they throw in yeah. or a doctor not being bucks, covered, like, you know. which they don't tell you when you get there. 
So, I mean, the the whole, the the healthcare costs, and I wish you would stress that more. Is like, yeah, like literally, if you literally never use your health insurance, you'll be saving money. If you have to use your health insurance at all, you'll be saving a lot more fucking money. So it's just right. so disingenuous. All these arguments, that they right? Make. And people well, love and to make that you, argument. Oh, go ahead. I, then you've got Kamala saying that well, she'll do Medicare for all, still have private insurance, and not raise taxes on the middle class, which is like if you want to talk about a pipe dream. Uh, right. There's there's no fucking way you can do that. Like you're gonna have to raise some taxes to to cover this. But you know that that's up front. Uh, all these studies mm-hmm. that have been done, the long term studies um, that have shown you you know would save trillions and trillions of dollars over, over what we currently pay because right now you've got uh, 30 million Americans that can't get any preventive care whatsoever. Uh, you know, and the 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 myth that you know that. Uh, uh, you know, the, the providers, healthcare providers would go out of business because they can't, you know, they wouldn't be able to uh, afford to stay in business if they only accepted Medicare. Well, you know, there's, there's I look, look this up, uh, there's 5,700 hospitals in the U.S. Uh, only just over 1,000 are for-profit, right? Mm-hmm. So if, you, if you've got the vast majority of hospitals being nonprofit, of course they could take Medicare. They're just not. There's not a bunch of money in overhead that goes to a bunch of shareholders. That's the only difference here. Yeah, yeah, and and this whole idea of like, oh well, Medicare doesn't cover the costs for hospital. That's bullshit. Because they don't cover what they bill. But that's literally how our stupid fucking insurance system is built. That you bill a totally fictitious number for services, like you bill for a, a procedure that that costs you, you know, five hundred dollars in labor and materials. You bill. Ten thousand dollars, and then the insurance pays you two thousand dollars, and then they'll right. say, "Oh, well, that we didn't get like they can use that as a talking point of like we don't get paid." But that's the way the stupid fucking insurance in our health insurance system in our country works. It's not; it's all made up numbers. Like it's bullshit. It's not you know that none of these fucking places are, are are losing money providing care. That's fucking ridiculous. Like that's not no. happening. Right. No. Well, and um, then they try to say a third way. You know, our, our favorite. <coughs> Uh, corporate oh Democrat think tank, they've just been, you know, saying, well, if you tell, you know, the only 30% of Democrats support uh, getting rid of their, their current private insurance uh, it, in, uh, in lieu of Medicare for all. Well, yeah, of course, mm-hmm. if you frame it that way, that they're losing something, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's, yeah. it's such a fucking lie. It, it, it was a uh, yeah, Nurses United, um, uh, biggest, uh, Bernie supporting nurses union in the country, they did their own poll or they were citing somebody else's poll that when you actually frame the question, honestly, it's like 83% of voters support it. You know, when you tell them it's going to cover, yeah, yeah, with with no private insurance because nobody wants to pay more money for private insurance. They know that that is just a waste of money. it's over 50%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it's, I, it's like 54% of Republican voters support Medicare for all, which is, I believe, double digits more than the amount of um, Democratic senators who support <laughs> Medicare for all. Oh, yeah. It's only like for sure. 34%. So uh, Bernie actually gave a speech the other day, and he, had a, he, 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 fra- he framed it in a pretty funny, uh, realistic way. So I want to play the audio from that also. Now, my Republican friends and some others seem to think that the American people hate paying taxes, but they just love paying insurance premiums. Oh, my God, dear, the insurance premium is here. What a wonderful day. Oh, wow. Let's celebrate, hey, another 2000 a month for insurance. And small businesses, they just love it every month. 
paying those insurance premiums. <laughs> somebody, um, I, I saw a version of it. Somebody cut like the theme from Seinfeld yeah, over that. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh he definitely felt like he was channeling Larry David there. Uh, yeah, it was great. But but it, but it's true. It, it's like he was being funny. But it's like it's just so preposterous to think that that like any of their bullshit actually lands with like people who know what what they're talking about. It's just. Uh, yeah, I, I just can't. So I, you know, fuck Joe Biden. He, he's he's just so, he's just such a lecherous old creep, and he's got nothing else to resort to. He knows his campaign's sinking, so he's just, you know, uh, pulling out the most disgusting right wing hack, uh, you know, uh, playbooks like uh, playbook items that he can. So, um, uh, you know, he's he's fucking done. We we've already determined that he's done. So you know, we, we'll have a few more months of this, but um. There was another funny Joe Biden uh, moment this week because uh, I guess I, I don't know what prompted him to say this, but uh, according, according to the Washington Post in an interview with them, he said that, uh, quote, I'll challenge to, uh, Trump to do push-ups on stage if he makes fun of my age or mental state. So we have <laughs> totally Joe Biden challenging Donald Trump to a push-up contest now. <laughs> like he's, n- Nobody was questioning his mental state aside from people like us and he's just like he's basically admitting that he's got a mental problem like he's he's <laughs> foggy joe is starting to lose his lose his edge yeah like nothing nothing reeks more of you know knowing you have a problem like blurting it out loud and saying you don't have it when nobody in the room was accusing you of it in the first place like a, you know like bill clinton's whole press release regarding epstein it's like nobody implicated you yet what are you doing you know he knows I, it's coming i, I was he knows not it's coming. I, w- yeah. I i i did not spend any time at jeffrey epstein's mansion in new york or florida or in las vegas i did not spend any time in those specific things between the periods of like it's like dude come on but like but crickets about all of his other properties and possibly yeah. you know off the books other time periods too. yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, I flew out of plane four times during this one year. Um, and <laughs> he's getting ahead of the story. Yeah, because no, he's I definitely going to be implicated. Oh, he's so going down with this, which is going to be glorious. he's going to be found on like the logs. They're going to find pictures and videos. Watch, and then yep. Hillary's going to come out and be like, "I'm appalled. I did not know." Right, right. Oh, well, God. they're already doing that. She's going to be the martyr in the fucking they, media. Yeah, that they already know. say that Hillary is the victim in all this because you know Bill's mm-hmm. been the the uh, the abuser and she's you know like fuck that she's protected him all along she sent her goons after people that accused him you know right. so she's yeah. she's the most vile she's fucking shit that there them. is yeah right. the shit she said about the women that have accused Bill like pretty credibly you know is is pretty vile so yeah, yeah. she's just as as culpable as anyone else right and she's so, also caved for like you know and and was a shield for. M- Many other sex pests. He wasn't the only one. <laughs> yeah, it's true. She right. so never I, met a Jules, sex pest. She didn't want to. I don't know if you uh, yeah. had a chance to listen to our episode last last week, but we had a couple of. There was a couple, you know, in all the Epstein stuff coming out. There was two little details that really stood out to me. I don't know if you caught these at any point, but uh, one of them was that the the initial criminal complaint against Epstein in two thousand two. There was four other people named in that. Right, and and the deal he got, they weren't named in that right. deal, but like somewhere written down in like some sealed court record, we already know four other people that were involved in this. Right, uh, the other one is that when um, this uh, Acosta, Acosta, what was his name, Labor Secretary, that uh, just uh, Acosta, uh, yeah, yeah, Alex Acosta. That, uh, yeah, when he Acosta. when he was explaining why he didn't go, you know, go all in on Epstein's because he was told 
from somebody higher up to, to drop it because Epstein was an intelligence asset. So <laughs> apparently the CIA was protecting him and his whole human trafficking network of, of underage girls uh, as well. That's He's probably trafficking like, them to, to that should, that like should MBS the, and people like that. Yeah, I mean, that, that should be the fucking headline. That right uh-huh. there, that he, he was an intelligence asset for the CIA. I, so just, yeah, it blows my mind yeah. how you know, our media, you know, they're going after the story they're still, now. They still, still protect him to some extent, for sure. Of course, of course, of course. But, you know, CIA has this, what do they have, this $600 million deal with the Washington Post, you know? So, of course, you're not going to, the biggest news organization in the country, they're not going to cover that, obviously. Yeah. Right. No, it's just to build him a cloud server. Totally innocent. Nothing going on there. Just very, <laughs> very urbane. You know, civilian, civilian uh, usage. Nothing, nothing going on there at all. Just, just a wholesome public-private partnership. That's all it is. Just the richest fucking psycho in the world partnering with the the, the biggest group of murdering psychos in in you know world history. Nothing to see there. <laughs> um, then the frogs yeah. turn gay. <laughs> well, speaking of the Washington Post, uh, Bernie actually had an interview with with Wapo this week, and uh, it's one of the best interviews I've ever seen him give because he was just clearly like annoyed and kind of like razzing the the interviewer because he he like he fucked the Washington Post, so like he yeah. he agreed to do it. But there's just a lot of really funny moments. So I have a couple of clips uh, from that. Here, here's <laughs> here's when Bernie walked on stage. The guy announced him, and uh, this this is how Bernie walked on stage. Pretty amusing. I would like to thank our presenting sponsor, Bank of America. Now, please join me in welcoming Senator Bernie Sanders and the Washington Post's Robert Costa. Thanks, Bob. Okay. Senator Sanders. Thanks so much for being here. Is Bank of America really sponsoring this? I, well, let's okay. just get into the interview. <laughs> <laughs> so um I, I thought that was amusing uh but then so later on in the interview the interviewer tries to catch him in uh just a total bullshit like smear quote and uh yep. he does not let it fucking pass so this this is this is the this is this little weasel trying to like uh sneak one by bernie and he's like he doesn't let him up not on it today so, <laughs> so here's the uh, audio from that up. In 1974, you said that busing policies were well-meaning in theory, but sometimes result in, quote, racial hostility. What else did I say in that? D- tell me. No, you got it there. Read it. <laughs> Read the whole quote. I don't have the whole quote. The whole quote is the federal government doesn't give a shit about African Americans. Well, that is true. That's why. I- <laughs> I love it. The guy at the end just tries to weasel out. He's like, oh, yeah, well, that is true. And, um... <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it's, like, it's like he was trying to say he didn't have the rest of the quote, but then he, he acknowledged that that was the rest of the quote. So clearly he knew he, it. <laughs> he knew it, and he, and, he, and he was just like, oh, fuck, because he was hoping that this nearly 80-year-old man wouldn't remember something he said in 1974, but Bernie Sanders knows exactly what he fucking said in 1974 because exactly. he's still saying it today, so he's like... Right. Don't fuck. He like, just had it with all of these interviewers, like <laughs> making such bad faith arguments, and like these questions are such bullshit. They don't even give the same questions to the other candidates. They just hammer him, like, "How are you going to pay for this?" But you said this, and he's like, "No, the fuck, I didn't." Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, Joe Biden gets a pass on his racism, and Bernie, they have to try to f- like find any possible way to make him not look good on racial issues. And it's like he, <laughs> there's, there's never been a better white ally in politics than Bernie Sanders. So. 
sorry. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I but I but I love this. This is like, this is what we wanted out of Bernie last election cycle, and uh, I, I think he's he's to the point where he realizes this is his last chance, and he just kind of. I think he knows that they're gonna fuck him anyway. Yeah. So he's he's just like it, it, in like you know he's basically a senioritis. Like he has zero fucks to give right now. He's just yeah. Like you know what? This if this doesn't win it for me, nothing's gonna win it for me. Fuck you. You guys are a bunch of lying propagandist scumbags. Like I'm just gonna tell it how it is in every interview. And you know I, I hope but, you bring some of that at the debate. I really yeah. do. Yeah, because he's still oh God, and this is like he's he's almost institu- institutionalized in the sense where like he still has that thing where he doesn't want to be rude to his colleagues, and I'm like, fuck your fucking colleagues, man! Like these right. people shit talk you behind your back, they shit talk you in the media, they lie and smear you and lie about all of your policies, and and then the ones who don't steal your policies and try right. to pass. Well, when he Watertown actually brings versions. up a legitimate bill, they there's nobody to be found to co-sponsor mm-hmm. or, you know, to support it. And then all of a sudden they're running and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to just fucking take this and, you know, put this out as my own and then say that, you know, it's my policy. Even though Bernie came out with it, like, what, six years ago, seven years ago, if mm-hmm. you look at the record and nobody talks about that. Yeah. So obviously yeah. he's well, frustrated. It's, it's like the the, the phrase, uh, you know, Bernie's had a plan for that since uh, it, since Liz Warren has been a Republican. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So She's I not like it's a pass. Yeah, and she probably will. You know, we uh, right before we went on air, I was watching the, the just absurd fucking uh, CNN, CNN. So they're hosting the next debate, so they can't just you know have an honest debate. They have to turn everything into a fucking football showdown like mm-hmm. the way that they present it so that they had the uh, live on air the drawing of the candidates for each night of the debates and like they literally had him up on screen like it was like the fucking Mortal Kombat like character select screen and it was like <laughs> a choose your just, fighter yeah no it was yeah. so absurd and then so and then they literally after they they pulled the thing they cut to a panel of like I would say conservatively 35 people like sitting at that one long desk, you know, like all chiming in about like, oh, well, this is blah, blah, blah. And of course, they were all shit talking Bernie Sanders. And oh, he's sinking. And, you know, he's really got to make sure he makes an impact. And, you know, is Liz Warren going to do something to leapfrog him? Because and just all this bullshit. But um, they announced the debate lineups for the next round of debates. And Bernie uh, actually seems to be. so so the other thing that they did was like I thought it was just a random drawing and then they would you know place people wherever they got pulled out of the hat but what they did was separate them into categories so it's really not all that random it's like semi random but you guarantee that like Bernie Harris Warren and um and Biden wouldn't be in the same on the same night so it's really not that random and you're really not doing any favors because you're not letting these people go up against each other. It's like they kept right. the four of them out and then they were like sent two to each night. But um, Bernie's... So to put it another way, it was like the major leagues and then T-ball. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we should, we should talk about... So Mike Gravel, you know, amazing grassroots campaign got him to 65,000 individual donations, just this Herculean effort by all these people like retweeting him and showing their support. And, you know, Marianne Williamson sent all her supporters to him, like, which was great. And, you know, all these people, Susan Sarandon was retweeting him. 
and he got the 65,000 and they're like, oh yeah, hey, just kidding. We're also going to uh, now say that the parameter is 65,000 or polling at 1% in the polls. So even though he reached 65,000 and a lot of these people didn't even reach that threshold, he's excluded from the debates. And Steve right. fucking Bullock, who I couldn't, pick out, I couldn't pick out of a lineup if you had a gun to the back of my head, is somehow in this fucking debate. Unreal. Unreal. Polling at zero percent, as far as was, I know, I'm sure they found one fucking in poll the that he was in. No, he didn't qualify for the last debate. But Eric Swalwell dropped out, so obviously it should have been Gravel since he was the next person to hit that threshold. But they fucked him. They, right. you know, they were, they found a He's way to. He's not of even course. being included on most of the polls. So it's like if these people are not included in the polls that you're putting <laughs> out, how can you use it as like you know a criteria to be on? You know the debate stage it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, no, he went above per- and beyond with his donations because they know that Gravel would would chew Biden in half. You know, oh, I did a, end this uh, campaign. I did a poll on Twitter uh, after the day he met the threshold, and I said uh, the options were uh, for the poll. The question was, uh, uh, what should Mike Gravel bring with him to the debate? And the options were a loaded pistol, uh, Molotov cocktail. Um, baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire or a bulldozer. And I think bulldozer <laughs> won with like 34%. Yeah. So I, I still think he should go bat, with that bulldozer and just, you know, just fucking go through the side of the, uh, the, the stadiums. <laughs> crash his way onto down. the stage. Yeah. You, you ever, oh, you ever seen a man with nothing else to lose? <laughs> He's 90 yeah. years old. It might literally kill him, but I think he would, he would do it. He's a very courageous guy. <laughs> Be a literal gravel ledge as the building caved in around all these fucking corporate assholes. (laughs) And it'd be fine if he did it Wednesday because Bernie's not on that night. So we just have to get Tulsi out of there and everyone else, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But so here's here's the actually the lineups because it's interesting because they did do it semi randomly. So Bernie ended up uh, really with a night where he can kind of dominate. So it's Bernie and Warren on the same night. But other than that, it's a real just who's who of, like, the bottom of the barrel. Uh, it's Bernie, Warren, Buttigieg, Beto, Klobuchar. Oh, Mer- my God. <laughs> wear a Mer- helmet, Bernie. Wear a helmet. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, hopefully he's not too close and there's no uh, projectiles on stage. Uh, Marianne Williamson, uh, <laughs> who, I, who I really like, but, like, just, just come on now. I mean, she's really just... Yeah, we, we we talked about her after the debates. Like she's just, it's not it's not her strong suit. It's not her. It's definitely not her format. Because <laughs> on Twitter she says a lot of good shit, but it's just like when when you get her up there, Sometimes. she starts talking Some about healing the other crystals. Stuff is like way out yeah, there. Her, yeah, her whole compassionate capitalism. Just nah, yeah, it's, that's it's yeah. Terrible. Anyone that says that shit, I'm immediately like, yeah, no, no. Well, you, you can't you can't talk about reparations there. and then talk about you know oh what if we, what if we had a you know, smiley face on the most oppressive economic system in the world? You mm-hmm. know, it doesn't doesn't right. fly. Um, yeah. But you know, I mean, it was good. She helped. Boost Gravel, it's just, you know, it's like we, I think we all knew there was no fucking way they were going to let him get on stage. Um, so. Yeah. If I, anybody I, has a chance to watch her, pull up the video of her ripping. Um, oh, Dave, Dave Rubin. Rubin. Oh, it's so good. New one. <laughs> it's so good. Because he had her on, like, probably after seeing the debates, he's like, oh, this, this, you know, empty headed weirdo, she's going to come on and talk about healing crystals. And he tried to, use all of his hack like you know coke brothers right wing talk mercer right wing talking yeah. points and she's just like what the fuck are you talking about like she yep. just like <laughs> smacked him down it was it was amazing it was beautiful he sat there with like a blank face like just looking at her because he had no she's you know, a fucking back. 
idiot. He's an empty vessel. He doesn't know anything. He's exactly. like can't, He's he, just, him and Candace Owens God. is like, yeah, they're they're total fucking frauds. Like, you know, they don't know anything that they're talking about. But um so yeah, well, oh, he, yeah. he's one of these guys who just he he's obsessed with racial politics mm-hmm. and he hates the fact that he gets called racist all the time. So that he just gets like in this feedback loop of being more obsessed with trying to prove that he's not racist, but you know, thinks that white people are that you can prove they're smarter than every other race. You know, like he's one of those guys, like a fucking uh, bring out the Dawkins type guy. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I I don't know a whole lot about him, but I did watch that thing with with him and her, and he was like, oh, it's so great that you don't you were up there saying you don't think all Americans are racist, and she's like, yeah, I just think that most of them are basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah he tried to bring up like open borders and stuff, and she's like, I'm not for that, and neither is any Democrat that I know of or any sitting person like in government. So. You know, and he just kept saying like they're socialists and communists, and he's like, they well, want they... open borders. And she's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" He's like, "Well, they don't say they want open borders, but they really think it, and they they pass pro- they they propose policies that would open borders." She's like, "What, you, dude? Like, literally, what are you talking about? Like, it's, yeah. no, it's like not at all." Um, so yeah, he's a fucking moron. Um, but so also on that Tuesday is uh, so Marion Williamson. John Delaney, John Hickenlooper, Tim Ryan, oh Steve Bullock. I mean, uh, you know, just um, all the people that look exactly alike and nobody yeah. can tell apart. <laughs> yeah, no, I, they I, should I wear I, name I, tags. I've, I've gone <laughs> snow blind just from looking at this the bottom half of this lineup, but um, yeah, it, it's just it, it's preposterous. It, like Bernie's gonna fucking th- there's not a single strong like did none of those people had a strong debate. Other than you could say maybe Warren, although I thought she had a pretty piss poor debate, but she was at the kids table debate. So she kind of, you know, was able to skate through. Not a single one of these people had a good debate. Tim Ryan got his (laughs) fucking lunch money stolen by Tulsi Gabbard in that debate. Like she she kicked him in the dick. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and none of these. Beto, too. Beto got his. Beto got fucked up by Julian Castro. I thought he was going to drop out. He looked so (laughs) lost and scared. Oh, my God. He's fucking. Yeah. Like he had to go take an Ambien or something. Um, I know. His Pete bipolar, too. Pete Castro destroyed Pete too. Yeah, Mayo Pete. bipolar thing. Just like you watch him, the minute somebody tells him, you know, that he's wrong, he's just like, "But, I, but everything about me was so right." <laughs> I was born for this. <laughs> That's the only thing so. ever says. I was born for this. So Same pa- in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, just like, born to he, be in he it, looks man. like it's like at the last debate after he got his ass kicked, he looked like the dog. On the Vanity Fair cover that he was on, <laughs> where it was just like like ears hanging down, like <laughs> oh man, that poor dog. We, we, we need to start a GoFundMe to rescue Beto's poor fucking dog. Like that dog does not look happy or healthy. <laughs> just, just get me away from. He this probably rented it for weirdo. the day. It, oh, no, it's that, like that's you know, his real dog, but whoever whoever didn't crop the dog out of that picture, <laughs> it was like they were like they knew they were going to be trolling him by picking that photo with that dog in the corner. Just like <laughs> I, I hate to tell you people, but hey, you know what, Matt Taibbi still works at Rolling Stone. Just say, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, or that was Vanity Fair, but you know, I'm sure somebody at Vanity Fair is, is you know to the left of most of the shit libs that run that site. So that, that there's yeah, but um. But he's, he gives off a real, like, Slenderman type energy. So I, I can see why, like, uh, you know, animals just get this very uncomfortable, like, dread around him. But um, <laughs> So uh, on, two, on Wednesday, the second night of the debates, is uh, 
Biden and Harris, so hopefully she'll go after him again, even though this, the day after she went after him, she basically was like, yeah, well, I kind of basically agree with Joe Biden, um, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what, you know, the typical fucking like you literally can write you. I could write Kamala Harris's press releases as I'm watching the debates like, oh, she said something kind of strong there. She's immediately going to walk it back like that's that's her fucking M.O. is like, I hope somebody goes after her. Yeah, I hope so too. But call I don't, her I don't... cop. Like, do some shit. Like, <laughs> let's talk about a record. Like, I would love it if Tulsi went after her. I don't know yes. if she will, but that would be amazing. Her consistent um, record of of saying she supports something and then flip flopping to say, you know, right. dial it back. Uh, a, a friend Tulsi had a, a great uh, tweet about that, it's like how polite. how consistent she is on walking back whatever good thing she said the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a good job. Yeah. So it's Biden, Harris, Castro, Yang, Booker, <laughs> Jay Inslee, Kirsten Gillibrand, Tulsi Gabbard, Michael Bennett, Bill de Blasio. Um, so that's, that's actually more or less the same lineup they had for the first round, minus Bernie. I think right. the only one who wasn't in that was uh, Tulsi. I think Bernie and Tulsi basically just switched places and, you know. Uh, Bullock got subbed in for fucking Swalwell, <laughs> but other than that, well, Warren uh, was on that stage with them too. No, War- well, Warren was on like the kids' table stage right, last right. time. Yeah, yeah. So okay, there's a couple switches, but um, so you know, the second night's obviously a lot, of, a lot of the more of the top of the ballot uh, candidates on. But so I think Bernie's really gonna have a chance to shine on Tuesday, which is nice. Um, I think Wednesday's gonna be just an absolutely interminable slog to watch um but you know we'll be covering that for sure um so you uh comrade you wanted to talk about the uh the ice uh i don't know what you call him the 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 antifa guy who who who, uh, destroyed some ice trucks like to that they were using to round up migrants basically yeah got killed for it so this, this guy's name was uh well one of his assumed names, because uh, if you know anything about kind of you know Pacific Northwest anarchist culture, nobody uses real name, right? Uh, his uh, name that he was reported as using was uh, Willem Van Spronsen, a yeah. 69-year-old uh, Antifa activist, and um, he attacks not really the ICE detention center. He went after some vehicles across the street, about a hundred feet away from the across the street, across these train tracks. It was this uh, sort of like a a holding pen for uh, these Geo Group ICE transport buses, and he managed to torch one SUV, and that's really the only you know actual evidence I saw that he, he did anything because uh, he got shot. They killed him. Uh, he may have exchanged fire with him. He had a uh, some kind of rifle with him and possibly some flares. Um, ICE or police claimed that he was trying to light this propane tank on fire, uh, which I don't know how you would do that with a flare. That wouldn't work, and he would know that, so I doubt yeah. that part of the story already. It was uh, also across even, the street from where he was, wasn't oh, it? Oh, I, I, I looked it up on, on Google Maps, and I could tell the, you know kind of where it was from this photo that uh, Sean King had put out. So I got on Google Maps, and I looked around for it, and sure enough, it's, it's, it was well over 100 feet away from the building. So, of course, all the, you know, Tim Pool and all those little fucking right-wing conspiracy shitheads oh were like, oh, he could have killed hundreds of migrants, and he's a terrorist, and he's, you know, and all this shit. And it's like, mm-hmm. I, it, I mean, I, they're always going to say that, you know? I mean, they, they, they would say that. They, these are the same people that said that Antifa was throwing... Uh, uh, cement milkshakes, or, or you know, with, <laughs> right. with chemicals in it. I made a joke a couple of weeks ago about that, saying like, 
what, you know, well, there wasn't, um, there wasn't cement, but they, they did have lactic acid in them. Uh, as well as sodium chloride. They're like, oh my God, you're praising a chemical attack? I'm like, oh my God, you fucking idiot. Like, literally, they don't, they don't know that sodium chloride is salt, and they don't know that lactic acid is in all, pretty much all dairy. Um, so yeah, they're, they're, they're fucking idiots. But, you know, Sean King, unfortunately, deleted his tweets where he said this, but he basically called him a hero and compared him to, to uh, John Brown. Now, I don't know why he deleted those, other than that he thought that, you know, he might He probably get... got a lot of shit for it, but he's totally right. It was, you know, good oh, instincts. Oh, no, he's right, right. Well, apparently, um, you know, Initially. even if, if you're glorifying someone else's violent act, you can have your account deleted. So you might have gotten a, mm. a call from Twitter HQ saying, hey, you can't do that. We're going to shut you down. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that that's, you know, he didn't attack any people that we know of. I mean, the, the police said they shot him, but they're still not saying if he had actually shot at them. Nobody got injured. You know, no, no. And even uh, if he brown attacked ice got agents, injured. you know, ice people, the ice, ice fucking Gestapo are not people that I would consider innocent people. So even if he did attack them, I wouldn't no, really have an issue with what he did. They're the, they're concentration camp guards. Right. Yeah. So if somebody we all celebrate the fucking Nazis getting hung at the Nuremberg trials, where are, are we really yeah. not going to act like that these people we, are comparable? Like, absolutely. We, exactly. we clap when the Death Star gets blown up, right? So why uh-huh. would you why would you celebrate in fantasy something that you wouldn't celebrate in real life? Right. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there was there was the uh, a few years back there was that sniper. I think it was in was it Houston or Dallas maybe. Um, who there was a like some guy up on a tower started shooting at cops, right? Like took out four mm-hmm. of them, you know. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, sucks on a human level, but if you were human, why were you a fucking, you know, why were you a Gestapo thug in the first place? So. Yeah, I mean, and with with Van Sorp, what that was his last name? Van Vance Bronson. Vance Bronson. With Vance Bronson, it's like. All these people who would praise John Brown and what he did, you know, and, and putting his body and life on the line to end this tyranny and this this destruction of other people's, you know, dignity and freedom and, and their bodies, he gets celebrated. And people like Jenk on TYT will will celebrate somebody like John Brown. But then when it becomes to when it comes to this guy, it's like consternation and you know this hand ringing and oh this is horrible. This makes Antifa look horrible and all this shit. It's like this dude's doing the shit that no one else will fucking do right. because, right. you know, it, we, we've 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 said for fucking months, like, hey, why don't you do something electorally about this? And Nancy Pelosi, what does she fucking do? She gives them billions of dollars with no fucking strings attached to keep funding their fucking concentration camp. Right. So, like, what do you expect people to do? And I'm not well, saying I would personally do it, but I don't fucking have any problem with this guy doing it. It's like, no, not at all. He's trying to do something because you people haven't fucking done anything. Yeah, you, you've abdicated right. your duty. If you think about it, they talk about like all historical people like that. That you know, l- years later, these people are heroes. But during that time, they were treated the exact same way that you know people pushing back on all this right now are being treated. You know, they're met with death. They're met with threats. Uh, you know, possibility of jail time. It's all it's all the same. It's history repeating itself all the time. Of course, yeah. of course. Well, and people, I don't know how well everyone knows the history of John Brown and his raid at Harper's Ferry, but even though he wasn't successful uh, and he got hanged as a traitor, um, that act greatly exacerbated tensions between the North and the South, and mm-hmm. many people feel that that directly led to 
uh, you know, the Civil War that actually ultimately did end slavery for the most part. Uh, you know, not, not that there were awful things afterward, obviously, um, but, you know, it's, if, if that hadn't happened, right, and we still had slavery today, like, we probably wouldn't celebrate John Brown, right? That, that's, that's part of how the history works is that, right. you know, you do have to have enough time to kind of look back and go, oh, yeah, this guy realized the immorality of this on a level deeper than anyone else did, and we should be ashamed for, sure. for not, you know, not celebrating him at the time. Yeah, and for people that don't know who he is, he, he's, uh, you know, we talked about Bernie being the ultimate white ally, but John Brown's the real ultimate white ally. He was an abolitionist who was so, like, disgusted by slavery that he would he would try to start an armed insurrection to literally, you know, end slavery by hand, essentially, because he knew the government was going to step in and do it. And he was, tr- you know, he tried to, you know, liberate a bunch of plantations, and he ended up, like you said, getting hung for it. But, um Dude's and, fucking badass. Yeah, for anyone listening, like he he was um, a bit of a religious fanatic in, throughout most of his life, but that also was like he was that committed to you know ending slavery that he was willing to take up arms and kill slave owners basically and yeah. take on the military. Uh, and and if you if you get a chance, anyone listening to this, look up his final uh, comments in court at his sentencing. It, it is a brilliant piece of writing, a brilliant speech he gave about basically saying, you know, history is going to remember me one way and you another. So, you know, I, I basically, I've, I've only got one life to live and it's for something vastly more important than, than one life, basically. Yeah, no, for sure. They're actually making a movie about him, I think, with Ethan Hawke uh, playing him. So that'll be interesting. It's supposed to, is that that's still coming out though, right? That hasn't. Come yeah, out. no, it hasn't come out yet. I it's hope they don't water it down. They do yeah. with every single Hollywood production, and it you know it's always like, oh well, you know they're peaceful. They they basically <laughs> rewrite history with everything just to keep the masses like. They, they try to make everyone into out. their 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 fictional portrayal of Martin Luther King is everyone oh who God. is against slavery is their fictional portrayal, and Martin Luther King, of course, wasn't even the person that they, you know, make him out to be, but they, they try to, they project that onto everyone who was, you know, a radical and fighting. Well, for, John, for John Brown killed people. Rights. So I don't know how they're going to whitewash that, but they'll, <laughs> uh, they're going to have to show it as being justified. Right. And that's, that's the whole thing is, is or he felt they? what he was doing was, well, you know, I mean, yeah, it really <laughs> depends on who's making it. That's yeah. This we'll, might we'll be see. like an anti like Antifa movie. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, and if it's and, and even if it's it, even if it's not like or even or even if it is anti and Antifa, that's a hard word to say. Anti Antifa. Um, the right wing's still gonna have a fucking meltdown and be like, "Look at fucking socialist Jew Hollywood propagating this right. Antifa right. violence." They're they're calling for for for. The, Right wingers to be killed by anti, like you know. Reverse oh, racism. they lost their minds when uh, <laughs> "Do the Right Thing" came out. If you read some of the reviews at the time from when Spike Lee's "Do the Right Thing" came out, basically he was trying to incite riots with this movie because there's, you see a riot. There's a scene it with a riot. With a a riot yeah. Right. Uh, so you know, no matter what, they'll, they'll shit their parents. But yeah, they'll probably you know they'll like. Both, you know, both sideism about it, where they're like, "Well, I mean, on on one hand, they'll, they'll have like some of the slave owners or something to be benevolent, you know, and you'll it'll be kind of like, well, I don't know who I agree with more.' Like they'll they'll try to do that bullshit, right? Probably. Always. Hmm. Apparently, it's a limited series being developed by Blumhouse, who 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 do some good shit. I think they were involved in like Get Out and and Jordan Peele's like movies, so that's that's oh. a, 
promising sign that they're the the the, the company backing. Yeah, it. that they don't botch this. Yeah, so we'll see. But um, yeah, so um, I yeah, think well, it's it could yeah. Ethan Hawke seems like he's too young to play the role, but he's also kind of aging prematurely, so he might they might uh, <laughs> might be perfect actually. <laughs> he's got a rough face, like not a like he's he's got a weathered face. He's got like a lived in you know, yeah. I mean, he kind of already so. already. All, always, always did. You know, he's got like the, the yeah. deep grooves in his forehead kind of thing. Yeah, uh, for sure. He's a good actor, so that'll, that'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, so I think we pretty much touched on everything we wanted to cover this week. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if you want to support the show, uh, obviously the easiest way is to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out a lot. Uh, you can follow us and share the podcast out on our SoundCloud. That's soundcloud.com slash move left. Uh, if you want to follow us over on Facebook, you can do that at facebook.com slash move left idiots. Um, no question mark. I just <laughs> was trying to remember the title. <laughs> um, you can. Um, <laughs> you sound more committal. Anything, anything you put in that prompter, Burgundy will read no. Um, <laughs> uh, you could, uh, if you want to uh, follow us on uh, Patreon, become a patron. You could do that at patreon.com slash move left. If you want to pick up any merch for the show, you can do that at tinyurl.com slash move left merch. I am on Twitter at move underscore left. I'm on Twitter at smut collector. And I'm on Twitter at spicy socialista. Yeah, and we will see you next week.